Brit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. Welcome to the Brad and Brit cast. It's our second Brad and Brit cast of this week. We uh, thank you. And uh, uh, we are in this transition phase on the audio podcast, right? So folks who uh, watch us uh, on Facebook Live or on YouTube, you know, they, they don't realize that because uh, I got a I got a few notes yesterday. Where the hell's your podcast? <laughs> what, most what, people what, have transitioned that, pretty well. Most of most of most people transitioned pretty well, but we're now we switched well, to I mean, uh, I our server. I checked it on the Apple, and it wasn't there. I mean, okay, didn't yeah, happen, we, so we do have yeah, we do have a little bit different situation. If you want to email me or just want to give me a tweet at Brad and Brett, we can go ahead and figure out how to do it. Most folks have uh, been able to catch up pretty well. It is available, maybe not where you saw it before on Apple or on uh, Google Podcasts. It's going to be in a different place. But again, if you want to uh, tweet me or if you want to email me we got we got that situation all figured out and it is out there and available for you to to check out pretty much everywhere but it may be a little different spot that's what's going on okay you're you're, you're tricking me you're trying to I trick am. me i am just moving things around just trying to try to shake things up yeah yeah uh all right i have a uh i have a new a, a, a new phrase a new question that i want struck from the mouths of uh, everyone who is uh, covering news in any fashion, in any sort, about any subject, because the very basis of the fact you're asking the question already provides the answer. And that phrase is, "Did have you ever before seen blank? Have you ever before seen blank? Right. You don't like that? Right. Right. For instance... Have you ever seen a 12-story condominium on a beach fall down like that before? Or did you ever think you would see that? These are crutches, right? These are, mm -hmm. these are pointless. We, we know when something happens for the first time. No, I haven't seen it. Did you ever see two 103-story towers? fall down before after no. getting hit no i never no, thought that never would happen seen that. stop no i'm i'm begging you please all of you just stop it just stop it <laughs> that's funny that's all i got to say <laughs> you're tired of hearing that one it, 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 it is it is your witness sir <laughs> i did want to check in on crazy town just again now uh for just a moment because we always like to from time to time try to figure out exactly what the hell Car the tucker carlson is talking about um, as you know, recently, I guess last week is when he picked a, a fight with a general, uh, calling him a pig among other things. Now he says that the whoa, whoa, NSA whoa, whoa, is actually whoa, whoa, whoa. stupid pig, stupid pig, get stupid it right. Pig. Stupid He's... pig. Uh, now he is claiming that the national security agency is uh, spying on him. He has said that he's gotten a tip from a, a brave patriot within that organization saying that they're looking at his emails and looking at his phone conversations. Uh, Jen Psaki, the president's spokesperson, has said, no, that's not true. Uh, she has dismissed Tucker Carlson's claim uh, on Air Force One as he continues to be the, the craziest guy in town, the craziest trust fund baby that you ever saw, and one of the leading contenders still for the Republican nomination for president in 2024. I'm glad you said that. And by the way, yes. did you ever think you'd hear anything like that before? See, Did you, you ever think you'd hear Yes, that's, that's okay. the funny. Here's my theory. Uh, for instance, the uh, attack on the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, who 
said what is actually, I think, a good thing last week in regards to the uh, military, the most diverse part of our country and has been since Harry Truman said diversify back in 19, was it 47, 48? Right. Right. There's, there's a bigger cross-section of Americans in the military and has been in terms of, of, of color and ethnicity. But, and, and General Milley said, yeah, we want to understand what's going on. We want to understand what's going on, why there's this white rage and the rest. And Tucker Carlson decided that the, that was another jumping off point to uh, uh, attack General Milley, apparently as a, 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 a commie, lib aoc sympathizing woke piece of shit that's the word called him if you call somebody woke if you call somebody woke that's like the worst thing you can call them right now worst thing you right and um first of all first of all the military really has been out front in uh, promoting and and allowing for career advancement of minorities that the, the private sector was just catching up on. I mean, didn't wouldn't it be uh, a year or two before Jackie Robinson played his first inning of baseball in the major leagues that the the uh, military mm-hmm. uh, started to to uh, to diversify in a way? But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm off my point here, um, which is that uh, the general was right. It doesn't matter what. Tucker Carlson or the rest of them say, except that they're scoring political points and the rest. But I do believe that Tucker Carlson is testing the waters. He's pushing the envelope a little bit more every day because every day we can come in here and say, oh, guess what he said last night, blah, blah, blah. And since his model is Trump in terms of a guy who nobody thought could win, came out of nowhere, and nobody ever believed he, he had it. When Trump attacked John McCain in 2015, I think it was in July of 2015, and said he was no hero, I don't like people that got shot down, we all thought, okay, we normal people all thought, that's got to be the end. Who's going to vote for this? He's an ass. He's a complete piece of shit. John McCain's a hero. But it didn't hurt him. It actually helped him. And I think Tucker Carlson is doing these things to see just how many outrageous lines he can throw out there and still be supported by whatever passes for his core fan base, his core audience, which, as I think we can guess, is never going to be Trump-like. It's never going to be trump size. Everything that comes after Trump is not going to be Trump, no matter what you say. It's not going to be – nobody is going to sing like Sinatra – there are no more Beatles. Uh, it, it's, it's, there's never going to be another one. Uh, okay, Pearl Jam's better than the Beatles. I know you were thinking that. <laughs> Shut up. No, they're not. Only in terms of longevity. That's all. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Um, and I, th- I think that's what's going on here. I think that's what's going on. Plus, he's trying to separate himself from Hannity because Hannity – is attempting, I think, at some level, some level to be, quote-unquote, the voice of reason in this well, contest between the two of them. How sad. How sad it's, is that, well, right? It is, because you know, Hannity doesn't want any part of it. You know, Han- Hannity's are off, 
he can say whatever he wants. I don't give a shit. Blah 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 blah. Um, that's my theory. I'm sticking to it. That he he's trying to see uh, at what point is it's too much that it's unacceptable, which would be, I guess, Glenn Beck territory from 10 or 12 years ago when they finally threw his ass off. But right. there's no one to throw him off anymore. Right. Roger Ailes is dead. Network. I mean, yeah. Speaking of, quote, the voice of reason, unquote, Roger Ailes is dead. He's dead. The Fox News is dead. I wish Rush, I was... <laughs> Rush Limbaugh is dead. I wish Rush I was... Limbaugh is dead. Yeah, I know. I know. So there there's my take on that little thing there. I, I and, but it's I again and, and you're right. I don't think we found the ceiling as far as what's too crazy and somebody's going to have to talk to you. And, you know, get in my office at ten o'clock. Could you please not say that uh, Jill Biden has a penis? I mean, we haven't reached that ceiling yet, right? We we haven't gotten to that point where he says like the crazy thing, and somebody actually has to have a meeting and tell him. Could you could you please not say that? Could you please not say that Hillary Clinton is drinking the blood of babies? Could you could you maybe tone that down just a little bit? No, that, so I don't. That doesn't exist. That that that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, because you know, I mean, I don't watch Hannity, but I see the clips and I, I I see what people are writing about him, and he's essentially infantilized Joe Biden. He calls him President Sippy Cup. You know, he's a doddering, you know, it's got a real ring to it. No, no. See, but you're laughing. And and you know what? That's what he wants. He wants Biden to. Right. Because as you know, Donald Trump was a guy who you could take seriously. That's a guy. Yeah. There was a mature adult. Right. Exactly. (laughs) There there was a mature adult who had a hand of life right there, as opposed to Joe Biden, who was just a child. Of course. Yeah. That's that's what's right. Now, now, Britt, are, are you enjoying the meltdown of Trump as the the charges are at the door for his company and his defense. Yeah, you know, he just goes nuts now. He puts out statements and it's it's like Twitter, but not quite. But uh he's hiding behind the fact that there are what thirty five hundred total employees of the Trump organization, I guess if you count the hotels and and, and they would be hurt. They would be hurt if the Trump organization were to go down the toilet, that were to cease to exist, which is what is going to happen here. If they are suddenly charged with crimes and all of the lenders, you know, the stupid ones who would lend him money after he'd already stiffed them, which that's a whole story unto itself, isn't it? Right. It is. Whenever you default on a credit card, isn't the first thing they do is send you an application for a new credit card. Usually not. Uh, but but he's he's trying to hide behind he's trying to hide behind the fact that uh, there are people who he's uh, I'm sure treating very very well best boss ever right um, it's it's not going to work that's not how it works when Enron went out of business that was the end of it I'm sorry lots of people who who weren't in on the criminal enterprise of Enron lost their jobs that's the way it goes uh, it, it it just when when they shut down that entire consulting firm called arthur anderson in the middle of that they were the consultants for enron that was i was like fifty thousand people gone vanish see ya that's the way it works and uh in in a world where millions of hotel and restaurant hospitality jobs uh went away in the last year many of them you could trace back by whatever degree of separation you want to donald trump's mismanagement 
of the coronavirus, he caused a lot more people to lose their jobs in the uh, hospitality, restaurant business, travel business than will ever lose their jobs if his company is uh, taken down by the federal prosecutors for all the kinds of crimes that uh, they very well might be. So th that one's not going to fly. None of these are going to fly. Uh, he has no defense. We've said it a thousand times. Let's say it the thousand and first time that uh, the walls are closing in because they are. And you can tell that uh, by his response, by, by what he is saying. And I, maybe I missed the, the, uh, uh, the facts here on this, but was he intending actually to use Rudy Giuliani as his lead attorney in defending himself? Is that, is that really true? Because you know, he can't get anybody decent to defend him. Uh, number one, because no one wants to defend him because he's indefensible and he's inexcusable. Number two, he doesn't pay anybody. But other than that, he'd be a dream client. Oh, and the fact he never listens to anybody and probably lies to every attorney that he's ever hired, that might be a little problem too. So apparently the guy he's got now is this 85-year-old guy, this lawyer in New York. And I'm not saying that you couldn't be the sharpest knife in the drawer at 85. It's certainly... Right possible i mean there there are people like doc severinson who's still playing as good as he ever had he's like doc severinson that's great but I, I i would say i would say that the doctor is is very much the exception to the rule so uh but but did, did you did you hear that that giuliani was going to be and, and you know he can't practice law in the state of New York, which is where this case is happening. So right. that, that's off the what a loss. Oh, Trump Trump was this close to getting to getting off the hook. They were this close, and then they lost Giuliani. How are uh, they gonna How are they gonna defend themselves? So unfair. See, that's how the that's how the deep state gets you. They they try to yes uh, yes, they, yes they suspend the law license and go on their way to disbarring somebody that you wanted to have represent you who could totally win the case. That's how the deep state gets you. Yeah, it, it, it's like uh, it's like tripping up Trey Young in Game Three, okay? And you See, get the, the ref to do it, right? right the yeah, officials yeah, were yeah, in yeah. on it. See, you, you make right, fun of wrestling. wrestling. You make you yeah, make fun of wrestling. wrestling. Life is wrestling. That's what it is. It, it's not it's not fake. That's the real deal. I'm not. I mean, I I had heard the thing about Giuliani, but I guess like you said, it, lawyers have this strange thing about wanting to get paid, and I don't know if. Giuliani continues to ask him for money or not, or if he just loves being. It's too late. We're, we're, we're way past that. I think, you know what? I think at this point, that's the last thing that Giuliani is worried about. Bills that Trump didn't pay him from when he lied a year ago, the things that got his law license suspended. I, I'm not sure but that he's. And any other, he's any other attorney is like, they're going to want money. And they're like, okay, well, I can't yeah, do that. So I guess I'll have to go with Jules. Jules is my guy. Now Jules can't practice law. So it's really unfortunate, right? All right, could could we uh, rewind to the previous Brad of Britcast? We had Joe Killian on, mm -hmm. the uh, uh, great reporter in the state for uh, uh, a bunch of different publications. But he wrote, was it North Carolina Policy uh, Watch. Progress? Progress, Carolina. yeah, Policy Watch. Um, and uh, we were talking in the broadest terms about the undermining of the University of North Carolina, the system, and certainly 
targeting in specifically UNC Chapel Hill in all kinds of different ways, including the denial of uh, tenure to uh, uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones and uh, on another track, uh, telling Eric Muller, one of the great law professors at the university who has been uh, in charge of the North Carolina Press Association. It's a group of, what, about 10 or 12 people who yeah. who uh, fashion the messages that the university puts out there. Uh, he's been there for a couple of terms, and now they're just refusing to vote one way or the other on his uh, fate. They're trying mm-hmm. to run him out, and they're going to run him out. And uh, this is because the Republican legislature appoints people now to all these boards. They've changed the rules. And I thought that this is really insidious shit. They're really trying to wreck the University of North Carolina. Well, lo and behold, today there is a, and I don't think that many people will have noticed this piece, even though it was on the front of the New York Times, but it's moved off the front page right now and it's moved back. And here's the headline. Campus in Hungary the country, is flagship of Orban's bid to create a conservative elite. Now, the president of Hungary, Viktor Orban, is a 10 times smarter Donald Trump. Oh, okay? God. Okay. He's been in power there for over 10 years. He, he, he has manipulated elections. He has gerrymandered. He has reshaped the judiciary. He has clamped down on freedom of speech, clamped down on freedom of press. It's on the surface a democracy, but barely, and it's not. And his latest plan is to take uh, about a billion and a half dollars of of public money, real money, and that's a lot. Think of the, the size of the budget of the United States and what right. uh, uh, 1.5% of that would be. It'd be un, ungodly amount. So this is about a billion and a half dollars. And he wants to create, essentially, uh, the university of nationalistic bullshit to train people and, and, and get universities off of this, this lefty track that he has decided is just as problematic in Hungary as conservatives in this United States think the problem that we have here. Here it is. Uh, Mr. Orban says he wants to overhaul education. Just plug in your favorite names here in the United States, here in North Carolina. A hero to Europe's far right, Mr. Orban says he wants to overhaul education and reshape his country's society to have a more nationalistic, conservative body politic. But his critics argue that the donation to create this so-called university, is legalized theft, employed to tighten his grip on power by transferring public money to foundations run by political allies. Sounds like a a blueprint, a model, on a national level to what we're seeing in North Carolina. And a lot of other states, by the way, we're not the only state where this kind of crap is going on with uh, higher education, state university systems and the like i just found it uh, coincidental and and uh, not anything less than ironic that we were just talking about this yesterday and we find that this is a movement mm-hmm. this is an idea 
that is it's kind of international in its own way. Right. Uh, and if you find the right person to, to do it, uh, there's, there's no stopping them. Uh, but again, Orban and, and remember, in Europe, remember that country, Hungary is part of the European union. Sure. And I guess Orban is the guy that they all hate, but they tolerate. There's nothing they can do about it. It's an independent country, but the European union is supposed to be, kind of a thing mm-hmm. and it sort of is but i think they make him sit at the kids table at all the at all the gatherings because nobody really wants to associate with him but no one stands up to him what are they going to do you're going to invade hungary uh russia tried that about 50 years ago uh, worked out okay for them but that's a different year a different time whole different um, situation yeah I, I i just found it to be um uh, it's a it's a disturbing story. It's a, because you know what it's it's just like here. We all throw our hands. What can we do to stop this? I don't know. They're just doing it, and, and they don't hide it. They said we're going to do this. This is this is what our our game plan is. We're going to start churning out right wing, patriotic, nationalistic students instead of those people who question things. Yeah, who ask questions. Wow. Well, you know, conservatives have always been, I mean, they've been upset at college campuses going back my whole lifetime for sure. And you certainly remember the protests back in the sixties and the Vietnam war and all that stuff. And they've been trying to get their hands. They've been, well, they've been trying to get their hands on it. It's just, it's, it's different and it's the same. It's different and it's the same because that's where this wokeism comes from. And that's where this critical race theory and all it's, it's festering in these places of, of, uh, liberal arts and, and free thinking we have to and then they've already they've already started like you said the hillsdales and the liberties and the different places where we can oh we can balance things out and we can have our our soldiers out there doing what we want to do and we can talk about american greatness and we can talk about the deep state and how you start out in life with two strikes against you if you're a white person that's the kind of stuff that they want right yeah yeah all right uh uh this is uh, a story that's about a day and a half old. It's 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 full culture war crap. It's the uh, story of the woman Gwen Berry who was uh, trying out for the uh, U.S. Olympic team, track and field star, and she made it. And when she got on the stand, uh, when they're playing the national anthem, uh, she turned. She turned the other way. All right. So this is the most important thing in the history of the world. And, of course, uh, somebody from Fox News, I think at yesterday's, Monday's press briefing, asked the press secretary, Jen Psaki, you know, uh, what does the president think of this? And the uh, the message coming from Joe Biden is, you know, hey, this is America. That's her right. She can do it. Well, as you might guess, that's now the end of the world. So here we go. We have a guy who played in the NFL, played for the New England Patriots, Jake Bequette. Uh, He was also a U.S. Army Ranger, and he is outraged. He is offended. I was blessed to be able to play football in the NFL and uh, at the University of Arkansas, and mm, the national anthem fills me with pride, blah, blah, blah. And without going any further, we never can learn the lesson and they always take these stories and run down the field with them, as you'd like to say. Yes. And I only, I only would answer it this way. Uh, 
if I made the Olympic team, would would I turn my back on the flag? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But I'm proud to live in a country where if a citizen does do that through their own free will, an expression of protest, you know what happens to them? Nothing. If a don't worry about it. Someone who makes their Chinese Olympic team or their Russian Olympic team will never turn their back on their flag. You know why? Because they'd be taken out and shot because they don't have free speech in those countries, and we do. And if you can't tolerate this, if if you still haven't figured out that Colin Kaepernick not only should have been free to do what he did, but should not have lost his entire career and that you were wrong for going after him. Uh, then, you know, we haven't made very much progress. Right. Well, you, you, you said it correctly. You would not turn your back if you qualified for the Olympics to the national anthem, but your experience as a white man in his, you know, in, in his, the years that he's lived versus an 18, 19 or 20 year old black female might, might be a little different. There might be a little bit different experience as to what the American, what America and patriotism in the United States means. So you can, you try to understand why this person feels compelled to do this. And that's, that's what we're trying to do. But now again, the answer to, well, I'd like to understand why this person doesn't feel the same way that I do about America as a white guy. The answer to that is shut the fuck up. America rules. You're an idiot and you're woke and bleh. you know, that's, that seems to be the proper response now from, from some folks. If you even try to entertain or understand why that's going on. Right. So here's the Peter Ducey question as it was spoken to uh, Jen Psaki. Ready? Does president Biden think that it is appropriate behavior for someone who hopes to represent team USA. Not a very loaded question. No, you, you, have to give, question. you have to give Ducey some credit because he does craft, he's got the art of crafting the obnoxious, insidious, provocative question. He's got that down to a science. I'll give the young man that, right? Well, but she's just as good at smacking him back down every <laughs> time he tries. She is. He's not, he, he's no Sam Donaldson. <laughs> I That's knew right. Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson was a friend of ours. And Ducey will never be a, a, a Sam Donaldson. So here's her answer. Well, Peter, I have spoken to the president specifically about this, but I know he's incredibly proud to be an American and has great respect for the anthem and all that it represents, especially for our men and women serving in uniform all around the world. Which is, that's a great, wonderful, perfect dodge of the idiocy of the question. The answer does contain something that leads me to say that Jen Psaki was saying, you know what? Everyone has the right yes. to love our flag, not love our flag, show right. disrespect for our flag, respect our flag. And that's what the First Amendment is for. It's not for people who you agree with. It's for people you disagree with. Right. For their and- rights and their ability to speak to be protected and i i just wanted to make sure that uh as as you're very good at pointing out nothing is ever new and i looked up john carlos and tommy smith they're both still alive 
Sure. Uh, and these are the two guys, of course, who were on the track team at the U.S. Olympics, Mexico City, 1968. And uh, they donned black gloves and raised their fists when the national anthem played. That's a salute and to black power for those of you that don't know. It's a very yes, provocative salute right. to black power. Right. They're still getting hate letters. They're still getting hate mail. Of course. Right? <laughs> Wait a we, we are 52 years out. I know. And they're, they're, the haters are still there. Still. Still, they they never go away. Absolutely, they are. But it's but maybe they'll get. A, they might get a few fewer uh, hate letters and tweets over the next few weeks because they can be directed um, at, at at this woman, uh, Gwen Berry. Now, so this is there. You go, Charlie. Charlie Connolly weighs in. We don't do a lot of these comments on here, but a person who turns their back and covers their face when the flag is shown most likely has never been at a funeral and had one handed to you. I mean, with all due respect, and I, I've, I've had, I've been at those ceremonies, and they handed, you know, a flag to my grandfather's family because he served in World War II. That's fine, and I'm all, I'm all for that. And yes, but there's not a hierarchy. You don't get a high horse cookie because, oh, I had that, and I would not disrespect the flag because the conservatives have used patriotism as a cudgel against anybody who would speak up for, again, my entire lifetime, and plus many many years before that if you do this to the flag and then every now and again they'll try trump did this he said we're going to have a, a, an amendment against burning the flag remember this we're going to pass an amendment against burning the flag they do shit like this all the happen. time never and they try happen. to they try to put themselves on up on pedestals as being more patriotic more american and by god i love this country way more than you do and you wouldn't do that if blah 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 and it's bullshit because they're not more patriotic than i am they're not more patriotic than this young lady is they don't hold the book they don't hold the playbook or the architecture for what being an american is or being a patriot is and i know the 4th of July is coming up and it's our birthday and how dare you assault us and, it's, and fuck that I'm so sorry I'm so tired of all of that thinking I'm so tired of them trying to one-up themselves because they go out to Old Navy and they buy their American flag t-shirt for the 4th of July every single year which was made by some kid that was wh getting whipped to death in Sri Lanka I'm tired of that shit patriotism to these people it, it, it's it's bullshit for them to stand on their high horse and claim that they're more patriotic than i am i'm so tired of it and now you see it in these attacks on the military which they they supposedly worshiped and were so hallowed you see tucker carlson going after generals who have actually been in wars so fuck yeah. all of that okay there is no you don't hold a high horse for patriotism everybody is patriotic i can't look into your heart and see if you bleed red white and blue or any of that horse shit this woman has a legitimate point to what she's doing I'm glad that she's representing my country so that she can get these issues out there. And if you can't deal with that, I'm sorry. We're not going to go back to when America was great and people like her knew their place, quote unquote. It's not going to happen. I, I'm sorry for, for those of you that are upset by this. I really am. You know, I think I've been at one, one funeral in my life uh, where there was an American flag handed to the widow. That would be my uncle. Yeah, uh, who was a, a tail gunner in World War II. We never knew it. He never told his family. They didn't even know there you go. that he had won medals <laughs> for all these these flights he had taken uh, over Germany, where he's the guy in the back of the plane. Holy shit, unbelievable. Anyway, so when he died, you know, there was a 
there was a, a a live person playing the trumpet back when. Remember the the uh, the crisis about uh, 15, 20 years ago, where they'd run out of people to play the trumpet. Yeah. They had to have recorded fake trumpets. Yeah. This is a real guy, and, and they handed uh, uh, my aunt then the uh, the flag over his coffin. Uh, I am fully able to separate that moment with the use of the flag for protest purposes. There's sure. nothing more American than that. Absolutely. That's, that's just what it's all about. I mean, you know, if we, if we go down this rabbit hole far enough, you get back to Sarah Palin. What was, what was her line? They're doing it for the troops. For the troops. Everything is for the troops. Everything for the troops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's I, I went to, uh, again, Again, that's not that's not what I you know. I stand up at a at a baseball yes, game. Yes, uh, but, but again, your experiences as, as a matter. So your experience what? as a white guy so in your sixties may be a little different. It's like some people. There are some people out there that aren't necessarily super fond of law enforcement. Well, their experience may be a little different than mine as a fifty year old right. white guy. My my interactions with law enforcement over my fifty years may have been a little bit different than a twenty year old black guy. So. I'm, I can appreciate that and understand, well, you feel this way. I feel this way. I'm going to try to see your point of view. I'm going to try to see why you're, you're upset about this. And I think that again, yeah, there's nothing more American than that. You don't get to stand on some high horse. And I, I, I the other thing that it really always pisses me off when it comes to the flag, because they're going to wave that thing around is I see all of these people getting these Harley Davidson shirts and the old name and they, the, the flag has been modified and it's got an eagle with a gun, you know, in the middle of the flag. And it's got, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed yeah. to do that. You're not supposed to wear it around like that. I, that that's yeah. bullshit. I, I, yeah. I, I think we've, I think we've uh, uh, flattened this one about as far <laughs> as we go, but it'll come back. It's not going to, of course, it's it not going to go away. Right. They're, they'll probably show the video of her doing oh, that. Here's I, the I, crisis. I, <laughs> I don't get to have my yearly rant about shoving hot dogs and then vomiting them up. May not be the best representation no. of America. No, I've, hot dog I've, I've heard it enough. I've heard it enough. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love that. Here, rant. Here's, here's the crisis fireworks to be in short supply this year. Prepare to pay more. In other words, get out and hoard them right now. Think, pretend they're toilet paper last right. year. This but, was the, this is the opposite of what happened in 2020. What happened in 2020 is as the pandemic started lockdown, the fireworks dealers started panicking and they were doing these buy one, get five free deals, particularly around here in those little places in South Carolina. That's why fireworks existed not only in May, June, July, and August, but also September, October, November, and December. And they were being set off all over your town, all over America because of these buy one, get five free deals because they panicked. Now we do have an actual shortage in the United States. Well, th I'm, I'm, always thinking about overlapping constituencies and uh i've never been a a, a fireworks guy myself as you might guess because yeah. as you know I'm, I'm just i'm just a pussy and uh i already have one finger <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, short, that's shorter than the the other again if, than if, the other if you were a real american you'd get out there and blow like two more of those fingers off asshole. Right. but i get I, out I, there I and be an american it, it didn't it it didn't get blown off, okay. No, it got squeezed, it got smashed it got, off. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's different. Uh, uh, but I I just wonder how many people who might be in a panic over fireworks maybe even think that there's some kind of conspiracy against 
fireworks because, well, you know, Joe Biden and, and, and liberals and blah, blah. I, I wonder what the overlap is between people who are just demanding and want a greater supply of fireworks versus how many people are anti-vax. In other words, are you more likely to want to blow off fireworks personally if you're not a vaccinated person? See, because I, I would think that at this point, it's now almost an intelligence test. Uh, it's getting close to a full IQ test on being vaccinated. Okay. And, and I think the lower down you go on the IQ scale, the more likely you are to be dumb enough to want to blow off fireworks and risk your life and the life of everyone around you. So I think there's a, there's a wonderful inverse proportionality there. The, the more likely you are to want to blow off fireworks, the less likely you are to have been vaccinated or might yeah. be an yeah. anti-vax person yourself. What do you think? That is, I know that is the thinnest, that no, is the thinnest that's philosophy not, ever. I think that's, but, a, that's a good thing. That's a good Venn diagram. I could see a lot of overlap in that whole situation. I'll just say this for their people who um, call into your local 911 center when they hear an explosion, you would be surprised how many people become munitions experts. And they absolutely know the difference between, <laughs> between fireworks and gunfire. They absolutely know that those are not fireworks. Those are absolutely, no, no, that's a gun. That's, that's a semi auto. That's an AR 15. Y'all need to send somebody out here immediately, even though it's been fireworks and it's the 4th of July and it's 10 o'clock on the night of the 4th of July. That's gotta be gunfire. Uh, what's this one? Uh, Oh yeah. Uh, Bill Barr and, and Donald Trump are, are not uh, seeing, I, I, there, there's a lot of these excerpts coming up. I don't know if it's, is it Michael Bender's book or Michael or Wolf's book that's coming out where they go into they're detail. All, they're about all coming out at what this is Brit Brit. This is, this is like a, uh, this is like a comeback in the fourth quarter when you thought the game was over, right? We just thought the game with Trump was was essentially over. And and before you know it, holy shit, three touchdowns, and he's yeah. back in the game. Endless the game overtime. Stupidity, the game of idiocy. <laughs> but, but this is the bottom line. Everything that you thought about Trump, not only was it true, what you thought was only half as bad as it's turned out to be that yeah. he, he is worse. And everything that you thought about Bill Barr was true. Mm-hmm. He, he really was a, a full blown hundred percent lawyer for Donald Trump running interference for him, politicizing the justice department. He would take Donald Trump's phone calls constantly do what he wanted him to do until finally, Finally, after the election was over, and even Bill Barr, who could see the evidence, of which there was none, that the election had been rigged, stolen, tampered with, fucked up, anything, Barr suddenly figured out, oh my God, I'm going to be in the history books right next to Roy Cohn. I'm going to be right there with John Mitchell, the the worst attorney general in American history up until now. Yeah, I've I've and so now I'm going to tell you how I I went out of my way to make sure that my fingerprints wouldn't be directly on the events of January sixth, uh, and then you get Mitch McConnell, this total puss, who knew that. If Trump wanted to fuck up what was going to happen in Georgia with the two Senate races, that Trump could do it. 
And Trump yeah. was doing it. He, did, he was telling he people do. that the vote. Well, yeah, that's what my, my election was rigged. Why, why do you think that the uh, Senate elections are so people didn't show up? And right. so McConnell is sh- is shitting Kentucky bourbon. Right. He's there. going and that's he's, he's saying that you got You got to say something, Barr. You got it. I can't so, say anything. You can say something. Please say something. Wait, say this. Hold the phone. This is even worse yeah. than, than, than what we thought, because it isn't just Trump who had politicized the the Justice Department through his 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 lackey, Bill Barr. But you have the Senate Majority Leader who thinks he can pick up the phone and call the Attorney General and get him to do what he wants, to get Trump off the dime and and, and get him campaigning and and get him to understand that his election... I don't want to say this needs to be investigated because, you know, you'll, you'll just come through the screen and choke me. For saying that. <laughs> obviously, obviously it does. And we don't have enough time or enough people or enough lawyers to investigate all of the nefarious, illegal, immoral, uh, uh, anti-norm activities of these people who cared nothing, nothing about this country. Yeah. The real problem, the real problem with caring about this country is not the behavior of these people. It's some girl whose name you never heard until four days ago uh, uh, turning when the national anthem was played at the Olympic trials. That's the problem. And that's what Fox wants you to to concentrate on, right? That's exactly right. If you think, Britt, if you think that that, that these stories uh, that are coming out of Michael Wolf's book and Michael Bender's book, and Jonathan Carl's book from ABC. Yeah. The, those are the big three, right? If you think for one second that any of these books and all of the material here, which lead the uh, newspapers, the major newspapers, and the uh, cable outlets other than Fox, are ever going to be discussed or acknowledged on Fox, you would be wrong. They will know nothing of this. They will hear nothing of this. And... That's the the bifurcated media universe that we live in. You can live your whole life and not hear about anything. Now, I, think, I guess their response would be, well, how come you want to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop? You know why? Because it doesn't fucking make a bit of difference. It doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's, it's nothing. It, it just doesn't matter what the fuck was on Hunter Biden's laptop. It, it doesn't. has nothing to do with anything. So, they, uh, it's, it's interesting. I, of the two books, when my Audible credit rolls around 1st of July, I think I'm going to go for the Bender book because I did the, the Wolf book eventually I'll get to and I'll just see some of the excerpts and stuff on there. But I think the Bender book is the one I'm going to want to listen to. And the one, the, the Muy Grande Enchilada that everybody's waiting on is the Maggie Haberman book, which is supposed to come out next year. That's going to be the one that a lot of folks are really pointing to, it seems, because she's pretty well, good. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the book that I'm waiting for that's going to just kill Trump. John Bolton. Is right. Stop. Stop. I'm I'm waiting for another Donald Trump Jr. book. I'm hoping he comes out with another good one. Bradandbrit.com.